And just to open up the circle, if there were any questions or comments, because it was it was lovely, it was rich, it had a lot of a lot of detail in it, and it's uh, you know an incredibly important um, thing to understand is how to deal with habits. And so you know if there's questions or reflections from your own life experience about that, we have some time now to talk about it. Well, I know your brain can only change a certain percentage a day, so that's why they always say, like, it takes 20 to 21 days to change a habit and mm-hmm, everything. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting when you were doing the aha moment, like when you, where the reward used to be, right? That part of the brain, which I can't remember what it's called, but it's got to be the same area that changes your habit, like when you're changing your thought process and your beliefs. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was interesting because <clears throat> it really resonated with Richard saying, you know, pretty much our entire lives or anything about it is a habit, whether you call it a belief, a value, or whatever else. So it was interesting when you were talking through about that little surge or that that goal. And there was like three things that immediately came to mind I mean, it's almost like a craving or an addiction, right? That mm-hmm. gets that, mm-hmm. and how to undo it. <clears throat> and in corporate America, I was a change agent. That's what they called me. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, they call you in when they're getting sold, brought, bought. <laughs> yeah, got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's that whole association to that, right? Is where you can replace those triggers or undo it or whatever. So that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really grateful for the <clears throat> the simplistic method that first identify, you know, the the trigger and then what the reward was. That is, you know, it makes you stop and think and makes it doable, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But I also think that like you said, you have to know that it's a habit first before it can be changed because you, know, <coughs> you don't know that it's you're doing something <coughs> destructive, I guess. You're on autopilot. Yeah, you're on autopilot. And, and I think what's interesting is that when something happens, whatever our situation is, we follow a habit, but actually we have a lot more options than we think we have. And I think a lot of times when I'm feeling like I don't know what to do and I start thinking, look, I know there's a lot more options than I'm aware of right now and I start to think like that, then I start to realize, oh, I could do it like that. I could do it like that. When you live together with other nuns, remember we had 10 of us at Chithurst for the boss of that year, you know? Um, You live with nine other women. (laughs) It's like one of the senior nuns said, it's like being married to nine different people. (laughs) And you really start to see, and you can see this in your own life, in your families or the people you might live with or work with, is that people react differently to different things. So there are different options. You know, I have different options. Someone speaks to me in that way. How are my different, what are the different ways that I can respond? And so then I think that helps bring up the awareness that, oh, my habit right. is to do it like that. Hmm. 
also think that, you know, one of the things, or the way that we learn about this is by suffering. And so sometimes when we get into, a, like, a train wreck, where all of a sudden something has really gone completely south, and, you know, there's just suffering all over the map, then that's really um, pointed opportunity to check and see, well, that just does not serve any longer. And, you know, what's, what's involved with, with what happened, and how can I change my choices so that I have different results, you know. So sometimes it's, it's, it's simply because it hurts so much, you know, that we're looking at, well, what can we do differently, yeah. you know. I think it's fascinating how much effort we put into something to develop a habit to render us actually not as mindful. Mm. Mm. Like I was thinking about driving. I drive 13 miles to work every day. There's been times that I couldn't tell you. I know that feeling. How did I get here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did I that notice feeling. that tree? Mm. <laughs> and it's just something so... So I have a suggestion for you. I had this this mm-hmm. experience one time leaving a monastery where I was visiting, where I went often, and I was feeling really like, man, I can't follow my breath for more than a minute, and I'm off somewhere else. And I was really like, Bleh. and then um, I got in the car to drive home. This was before I was a nun, and I got in the car to drive home, and I had to drive three three hours. And I thought, well, what if I really see how long I can stay with my in-breath and out-breath, really notice each in-breath and each out-breath, how long can I do it? So the car clock is right there in the dash, and I notice the time, and I'm thinking, I wonder if I can do this for five minutes. And then, maybe it was because of being in the monastery, it was very calm, my mind was pretty calm, and I was able to stay with each in-breath and out-breath, but I was also able to observe everything. What was cut down was the the chatter in the mind, being thinking about something else. Because when you're not noticing the trees and the this and the that, and how to, I, I've had that experience, it's scary. You get there and it's like, I don't remember being on that street. I don't remember like, I was just like, <laughs> scary. I'm gonna end up in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> but there's but there's um, you know like staying with the breath. And walking a route that I'm used to walking or driving a route that I'm used to driving changes the experience so much. And I found like um, walking from the bus stop to where I lived, you know, you do that how many times, you know, and then do it really being present with each breath. And all of a sudden I would see things in a totally different way. So just give it a try. See what that does. I feel like I lose huge chunks of my life <laughs> every day, twice a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. those add up. That's probably like a good month. Right. <laughs> 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 I have no that. idea where I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, the people who really recommend breath meditation, there's a recommendation that you just try to stay with it, stay with it all, as much as you can. <clears throat> and it really does help calm and help us be more present. Can I just check in? Um, the tonight was supposed to go until 8.30, and so we're at that time. Mm-hmm. And so I, 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 you know, I don't want to chop it off. You know, I don't want to throw you out, but 
we probably should think towards winding things up. And um, that's a good check in. Check in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been very wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, so much. I I'd like to finish. Shall we finish with a closing chant? Sounds great. Which one would you like to do? May I abide in well-being. Would you like to leave it? Sure.